0: You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. We've been talking with the guys from the PBS Home Improvement show This Old House for months now about their projects in Detroit. Now, public TV viewers are finally going to get a chance to see those projects. On the small screen, the series will premiere on Detroit Public Television at 7.30 p.m. on Monday, April 3rd. And joining me now to talk about it is Kevin O'Connor, who is the host of This Old House, and Frank and Tomiko Polk, who are the homeowners who are featured in this season. Kevin, Frank, and Tomiko, welcome to Detroit Today.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Glad Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Good to be here, Stephen. Hey, Frank Kamiko. Nice to see you guys. Good <laughs> morning, Kevin. <laughs> right? Good see, to in you. see in the metaphorical sense, <laughs> <Yeah>. right, Kevin?
0: <laughs> uh, Kevin, I'm going to start with you uh, to talk about this season, what we are going to see as Detroiters about ourselves on this really popular public television show.
1: Well, I think you're going to see maybe an outsider's view of your city. Uh, when we first came here, we saw, and we're quite honestly a bit surprised at the number. Of homes that you have that mm-hmm. have been left empty, uh, but also a little bit of wonderment on our part as we started to kind of crawl through them and look at them. Uh, wonderment about how well they were built. You know, Really substantial homes, even left empty, yes. built to a level that we have not seen and in a number that we have not seen even back here in great cities like Boston or New York. So you're going to get a bit of taste of that. You'll meet Frank and Tomiko. You'll see their sweat equity and their desire to come back into the city to buy this empty house. And then a lot of work. You're going to see a lot of work <laughs> fixing up this house yeah. um, to make it the gem that it is today.
0: Yeah. Uh, you guys have also gone uh, not just to this house, but some other places in Detroit, including over to Tuxedo Street near Livernoy, which is where I own a house uh, that I'm that I'm working on. Uh, did did we make the cut too <laughs> the, to, to the show? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did make the cut, Stephen. Uh, it was gracious of you to give us the tour. Um, I'm not sure that one of my favorite stories uh, that I that people told me when I was in Detroit mm-hmm. it made the cut, but that was when you had pointed out some of your childhood stickers yes. on the door of your old bedroom from yeah. Disney World, I believe it yes, was. Yes, they were. Um, right. I mean, it's an emotional thing to talk to people who grew up in this city and basically rode this roller coaster, right, of these beautiful homes, these great memories of stable houses and stable communities. Mm. Uh, and then it seems like the bottom fell out. And now this. I don't know, maybe sort of excitement, uh, reserved excitement, that it is coming back and potentially coming back strong. Yeah. So your story will be in there as well. Yeah. Uh,
0: Frank and uh, Tomiko, talk about the sweat equity. I, th- I know that is a big part of this story. Uh, Frank, we've talked with you before about the work in the House, but uh, Tomiko, this is the first time you're joining us. Uh, how hard was it uh, to, to, to really pull this all together? It was extremely hard to <laughs> walk into an abandoned home yeah. and look at all the work that needs to be done. It's kind of overwhelming. You look at it like, "Wow, when and where and when do we start? Where do we Grab this first, right, you know right. the It's hard to or... see that it, it's hard to see what it can be, right? When you're looking at it in that condition, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I was optimistic the whole time. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> you believed from the beginning. I believed in the door, and I saw the. I look. I walked in the door, and I saw the entire
1: vision. Right yeah, there.
2: yeah. I'm joking, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Uh, Frank, I can
1: see your smile Even from this far away. I can see that smile on your face. Talk
0: about Frank and D'Amico, Talk about the neighborhood. So Russell Wood is actually where my grandparents lived when i was a kid it was a really uh stable middle-class neighborhood then it's still a middle-class neighborhood today i think a lot of people don't know that i mean there's some deterioration that uh that's taken place but talk about what the neighborhood's like now that you've moved there
2: from what i've witnessed so far it looks like there's uh predominantly uh, a lot of empty nesters there you know uh Uh, parents who have raised their children who've moved on who had a initial pride in the neighborhood that Mm -hmm. still resides to this day Uh, you can see that just in the uh, community involvement that they have we have a neighborhood meeting every month I think one is tomorrow uh, at the 10th precinct Mm -hmm. and you know, there's a lot of fired up uh, older folks in there that uh, <laughs> that won't let their neighborhood just go to the wayside, yeah. and, and we appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Go ahead, Tamiko. Definitely. It's a very quiet, tucked away area that I had no clue existed until Frank took me in that area, and I was like, wow,
2: these homes are beautiful. They are. I mean, yeah. I, the, well the, kept.
0: the detail in those homes is yeah. what I can remember from being a kid, the tiles
2: mm-hmm. in,
0: in Places like the basement, uh, right. you know, that tiled fireplaces and floors, uh, in basements, leaded glass windows uh, mm. all oh, over yeah. the place, and crystal doorknobs. Uh, the the fact that, again, we built these houses uh, in that way really argues strongly for the kind of work that you guys are doing, trying to to, to save them now that they've fallen on hard times. Uh, Kevin O'Connor, I want to talk to you a little about. This old house, the importance of shows like this old house and the fact that public media is what makes this possible. I mean, it really wouldn't happen if public media weren't here. And we are having a discussion again in this country about the support for public media. Uh, Talk about how important that is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's very important. We're very proud to be on PBS, exclusively on PBS, and we've been there since 1979. So this is obviously something
0: (laughs) You're not going uh, anywhere. (laughs) No, we're
1: not going anywhere. This is something that we believe in. I mean, you know, uh, selfishly, it gives us a a huge platform to get this message and these stories out to the entire country. But more importantly, you know, I think what we're about, the guys who I work with, and and Frank and Tomiko know this now firsthand, and I'm the guy who talks, and I work with guys who do the work. (laughs) You know, so Tommy, Richard, Roger Norm. These are guys who are authentic. They're real tradespeople. They've never given up their day jobs, mm-hmm. and their ability to have enough time to show people how to do things right, but also to give valued advice—you know, advice that isn't purchased um, right. and integrated into the content because a check was written. Uh, the the sort of freedom from being away from that style, that formula, and to have authentic people fixing up real houses for real people like Frank and Taniko is something that it doesn't really exist anywhere else. And it doesn't for a reason because it's a difficult thing to do, but we can do it on PBS and we have done it successfully for 37 years now. And so we're not going anywhere. And I think that says it all. We just know that this is a great place to be in the only environment that our style of television um, could exist. So yeah. Well, let me and PBS add this. is for us. Go ahead, Frank.
2: Kevin is being... Quite modest, too. He uh, he rolls his <laughs> sleeves up and he's pretty knowledgeable in, in all aspects of uh, home rehabilitation. Yeah. He's just being pretty he modest. He gets in there,
0: yeah. too, right?
1: Well, I, I, I appreciate that, Frank, but you know the deal now, right? If you work <laughs> next to Tom Silva, you keep your mouth shut and be yeah, like, he overshadows everybody, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, come no, on. No right. one wants to hear from me if they've got the opportunity <laughs> from hearing from Tom, you know that. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, Kevin, you guys have also been involved in, and are, are getting involved in some other projects in Detroit. I want to give you a chance to, to talk about what those look like as well.
1: Well, you know, a couple of things. We followed a second house where we did not do the work, but we told the story of the work being done, and that is the Rehab and Ready program, the yes. collaboration between the city of Detroit, Quicken Loans, and Home Depot. And it's an alternative to this, putting houses up for auction for private homeowners like Frank and Tamiko to buy and fix up. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is in a position to do that. Um, and so Rehab and Ready is taking the houses out of the land bank and with the funds and work from Quicken and Home Depot, fixing up very quickly and putting them back on the market. So we followed one of those houses, um, Rosemont Glendale, if I got the neighborhood right. Uh, I Rose, I always get it wrong.
0: Yeah, Rosedale Grandmont. But you're
1: close. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I, I do that all the time. Thank you for that. Um, it's over in that neighborhood. And what's great is you see the house saved. So it's sort of a, a buffer for the neighborhood to get an abandoned house um, reoccupy, but what's fascinating about it to me was what they're also trying to do is get a real estate transaction on the books. Yes. you know a house Very that important. goes for a market price, and That's I didn't right. realize how dysfunctional the lending and sales market in Detroit was, and how debilitating it is for folks who want to get in. So, with the completion of that home, it has it's got a PNS in hand, nice sale price. That is a great. Thing, in addition to what Frank and Tamiko are doing yeah. to jumpstart the market and sort of make it possible for people to come into these houses any number of ways, through sweat equity, through equity they have saved, through, you know, bank debt and those types of things. So we're telling both sides of the story. Yeah.
0: All right. Kevin O'Connor, host of This Old House, Frank and Tomiko Polk, the homeowners who will be featured on this season of This Old House, which starts 7.30 p.m. on Monday, April 3rd. Thanks to all of you for being here. Thank
1: Thank you. you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. All right. That's going to
0: do it for me. I'll be back next week. Hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station.
2: See you next week.